So this is something that is near and dear to, I think, all of our lives, and that is streaming content and streaming devices, whether it's services or using a new set-top box. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlo, and we're going to talk about streaming devices today on the show. So Jason, I know you watch a lot of content and stream a lot of content, as do I. What, what kind of devices are you using around your home? So, you know, Jason, I've gone through a couple of different devices over the last several years. I, I feel like I get a new one of these things every year. And I'm, for some particular reason, I like rotating around these different manufacturers. Uh, I originally started off uh, with the Apple TV. I had like the first and second and like third generation of those. And eventually, I don't know, for whatever reason, I decided to stop using them. I went to Roku's instead. So I've been using Roku's for a while. I'm on, I'm on like my third or fourth Roku at this point. Um, I'm using the Premiere in my living room. I was using a, a Roku stick in my bedroom, but I since migrated that to an Anchor uh, Soundcore um, soundbar that has built in um, uh, Amazon Fire TV. And I, I happen to like that one a lot. So I've used Roku in the past as well. I've reviewed them frequently. One of the things that I've always found confusing and sort of counterintuitive is the channel setup they have, which is their yeah. nomenclature for apps. And just how you have to get around the Roku, how do you find that? Is it easy for you? You like it? Uh, you know what? One of the things I like about the Roku is that they have an awesome remote control. I, I think it is the best remote control in the industry. It's a nice size. It's got, you know, I like I like the button placements on them. Um, I happen to think, you know, moving around the interface is pretty straightforward. It's easy to understand. Um, my parents love their Rokus. You know, I tried to give them an older Apple TV at one point and they didn't like it. Uh, one thing I really hate about the Apple TV is the remote. That has got to be the worst <laughs> yeah. thing. I've, I mean, and not, I mean, honestly, Amazon is, is right up there with them almost in terms of crappy design remotes. But the Apple remote, the Apple TV remote, I don't know, that thing is like the size of a, of a, of a gun stick. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how many times I have lost or misplaced that thing. It's, it's, and it's to the point where I actually stopped trying to find it again i didn't find it until two years later because i was just using the 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 the, the uh you know the iphone uh app for it you know instead yeah. so um but yeah so i i've used both of them um i happen to i happen to like apple software you know in terms yeah. of, of of the offerings they have and obviously they have now uh App, apple arcade right as part of uh apple tab as i understand i haven't used it yet but that's one of the reasons why I'm thinking about going back to an Apple TV is, is the, their app ecosystem from iOS is, is, is ported over. So there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, Roku really doesn't seem to have, I don't know what operating system a Roku runs on. I think it's probably a Linux-based system of some sort, but it's not Android. Yeah, it's not. I think it's their own custom stuff yeah. uh, you know, that they've built upon. And a lot of it feels very adware not adware but there's a lot of ads on roku that i have yeah. a hard time dealing with there's a lot of pre-installed channels that they set up for you when you start yeah um so i i think it's obvious i don't use roku as my main streaming device i do use them when uh, i have to for work and i've enjoyed them as far as your point about the remote with roku i absolutely love the find my remote feature that is built into their mobile app yep. as well as some of the the boxes themselves have a button on the side if you lose the remote you walk over hit the button and the remote actually starts beeping until you find it, which has been extremely helpful. So around my home, we use Fire TV as our primary source of streaming content. Uh, and that is kind of by default. Before that, we were an Apple TV only house. 
Um, and the reason we switched to Fire TV is we found a killer deal on one of the Fire TV editions. I think it's a 52 or 56 inch 4K uh, Toshiba TV that, you know, it may not be the clearest picture or have the right. this dark, you know, blacks and, and all of that, but for what we use and for what I like, it works just fine. Uh, I think we found it for like $300 right before the Super Bowl last year, which was, you know, a killer deal. So we switched over to Fire TV kind of by default. Around that time, I had reviewed the Fire TV recast, uh, which is their over-the-air DVR. Uh, Amazon's over-the-air DVR. Basically, you hook up a over-the-air antenna to it. Yep. You connect the box to your Wi-Fi network, and it acts as a DVR as well as a streaming device within your home to other Fire TV devices. So in turn, we started replacing all of our Apple TVs with Fire TVs throughout the house. So we have a Fire TV Cube. We have a Fire TV Stick 4K. Uh, and all of those can access live over-the-air programming without having to have an antenna hooked up to our TV in the room, which frees up space, takes away that ugly square or rectangle thing we had hanging above our TV in every room that we always had to tinker with to get the right reception and whatnot. Um, and honestly, that has probably been the most valuable piece of our whole streaming system within our home. And it seems so simple, right? It, you, it, over the air antenna is not that big of a deal, but when you no. have the DVR and you're able to pause and it. And it, over the air is a huge value, especially if you live in a broadcast market where you have a lot of over the air signal. When I lived in New Jersey, uh, New York City metropolitan area, when I literally lived, you know, five miles from the from the New York, literally within view of the New York City skyline, I was I was in like seven within like three or four major, uh, you know, high definition TV broadcast areas, yeah. and I got really good signal, and I had so many free channels from over the air, especially at the time I was using TiVo's. This was pre-streaming, um, you know, direct TiVo's and TiVo's. I got a lot of over-the-air programming, um, yeah. which was fantastic. Now, unfortunately, I now I currently live between two markets, between the Miami market and uh, the, the the Palm Beach County market where I live. So I have actually fairly weak signal in the town that I live in if I want to use OTA. So I don't have a lot of OTA options. I'm also not a big sports fan. Uh, I know you like to watch the hockey game, so yeah. like you know you get a lot of those in broadcast um, here. If you want sports, if you're into baseball you really kind of have to go with the basic cable channel because those are only, especially if you like the New York Yankees, you have to use that. Yes yeah. You're not going to get them down in Florida, right? No, yeah. Well, if you want it in Florida, you're going to have to subscribe. Um, and there's a lot of ex New Yorkers that live down here. So, but fortunately that's not me. I don't really use, I have an over the air antenna. It's, I, it's flaky in terms of, I use one of those, um, those flat ones as opposed yeah. to, you know, using one that's, that's on the roof. Um, but it, 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 if you position it right, you can kind of get what you want. But it's, 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 like I said, you have to live in a strong reception market to, yeah. to really make use of one of those things. And we don't have the best reception here. I think the nearest, uh, you know, antenna or whatever it is, broadcast antenna is 35 miles away. But it's on top of Cheyenne Mountain or Pikes Peak, yeah. which is, you know, 12,000, 14,000 feet. Hi. So uh, the signal goes pretty far from that. But speaking of sports, I do still use an Apple TV. There is one hooked up to our main TV in the house. Um, and you're right. I like to watch hockey. I like, like to watch baseball. And we cut the cord about 10 years ago, which makes it really hard to watch sports if it's not the NFL every Sunday, right? Over the air football games. Well, 
the Major League Baseball and NHL have blackout restrictions here in Colorado, meaning the Avalanche and the Rockies, unless you have a cable subscription, you are blacked out. I use the Apple TV to actually alter my DNS settings and I pay for my subscription through their respective services and I'm able to get around the blackout restrictions and still watch my teams. Fire TV products don't allow you to change DNS settings per device. You actually have to change it at your router, which I'm not comfortable with doing. So the Apple TV is our dedicated stream sports device. I absolutely love it for that. Not to mention, I also use it to watch Apple TV plus content. Um, there is an Apple TV app for Fire TV as well as Roku and everything else. But in my experience, it is extremely buggy. It's buggy and slow. I, I have to agree with that. It's it's just they do not put the same level of effort into their yeah. third-party app as they do their own built-in stuff. Yeah, my wife and I were binging a show a couple of weeks ago, and you know they implemented the same thing Netflix has with the skip intro yeah. button, and we were getting that with ten minutes left in the episode we were watching. It was showing up. And so the first time it showed up, I clicked on it and it actually skipped the end of the episode and skipped the intro of the next episode and just went right into it. And so after that, uh, we switched back to Apple TV for watching TV, Apple TV plus shows only. Uh, but speaking of services, what services beyond this do you use, you know, beyond? Uh, yeah. So, you know, my wife and I both um, have different kind of tastes and programming and we don't always watch TV together. In fact, we frequently do not watch TV together <laughs> just because of my work schedule. And she likes to watch a lot of stuff that I'm not in. She's into the stupid comedies and things. And I'm not, um, I have, we have Netflix of course, uh, which, you know, is, is always arguing over which show we're going to watch for, the, for about a half an hour. You just keep scrolling through stuff. Hulu for now, I think we, my wife was much more into it before Disney bought it. I, we need to understand kind of like what's going to happen with the programming there before we decide to renew it. CBS All Access, got to have it for Star Trek. Just got to have it for Picard, for, for, for Star Trek Discovery, a little bit of, you know, our, our, us throwing our, our ads in there. HBO, when the programming is on that I want to watch. Amazon Prime has a lot of great shows, uh, and that doesn't cost you anything if you're an Amazon Prime person already. Disney Plus for Mandalorian and the Disney movies Great that show. my wife likes to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a Baby Yoda fan, but I, I, it's not a bad show. And Apple TV Plus, even though I think that most of the content is garbage. Really? Yeah, really? I only like one show on Apple TV Plus. That's that's for all mankind. So that um, was the outer space, land on the moon, compete with yeah, the and, yeah, and the alternate universe thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think it's cool. Um, I hope they develop better, better sci-fi content on that network. I mean, I, I'm not too crazy about C, even though they've obviously spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. Um, you know, I honestly haven't watched a bad series. Well, I'll take that back. Mythic Quest is iffy. I, is it? I watched part of it. I was thinking it. about starting it. Um, I watched some of it, and I think I, I've stopped at four episodes in. I just haven't had the desire to continue. Maybe I'll pick it back up. But other than that, everything I've watched on there has been pretty good. The morning show was great. You like the morning show? See, yeah, I got through I about three episodes, and I'm like, uh, I Keep going. Keep going. Because right. especially the, the season finale, it, it, they tie it all together. It's a really good show. Okay. Um, as far as what we use to stream in our house, we do Netflix, Sling TV, Disney Plus, uh, HBO. We use some of the uh, NBC sports apps, stuff like that to, to fill in gaps here and there. But really, it's, you know, just oh Amazon Prime, like you mentioned as well. 
it's just the core apps, you know, the, the standard that everyone uses, which is, seems to be Netflix. We, we haven't done Hulu, Hulu in a long time, and that's because we get the over-air DVR and we don't have to worry about. Well, their programming could change. Um, there's also, uh, you know, this new HBO Max service that uh, is being rolled out. I, I, I haven't looked at it yet. I need to, I, if they start having more unique shows on it, I might have to consider that and yeah. dropping one of the others. So before we go, what are some changes you would like to see either Apple or Roku or Fire or Amazon implement in future streaming devices? Well, um, you know, for me, it's all about um, the audio stuff, right? So my, I, my wife and I watch television different times. I like to watch late at night when my wife is sleeping or after I've been writing or between writing sessions. Um, so I usually like to have headphones for that because I don't want to wake her up. Sure. Um, back in the day, you know, when I had my iPad, that was great because I could just, you know, Bluetooth to it. And I'm, and I'm probably going to get a new iPad Pro specifically for that reason if and whenever they announce a new one. Yeah. Um, but so I would like to see Roku, um, if I stick with Roku's Roku to have a better um, remote, uh, I'd like to have that Bluetooth built into the device versus having to work with the remote viewing. Now the remote viewing, I understand is better on the newer models. I have an, I think an older premiere uh, when they first started doing high definition stuff on it. Um, it's been choppy. It yeah, hasn't I, worked perfectly. I've tested that on the express and the, the new express and the new ultra. And it actually allows you to, so, you're able to listen to the audio through either the remote itself or use the Roku app on like an iPhone or Android device. Right. And on your iPhone, that means you can put in your AirPods and listen to whatever's on your TV as it's streamed through the app on your phone. And the Alt or the Express, which is their low end model, had some choppiness at the beginning, but eventually it evened out and there was no, you know, no delay, no latency between what I was seeing and what I was hearing. Whereas the ultra from the get-go was consistent. So um, it was really well done and actually is something that I wish all of the services, you know, whether it's Fire TV or Apple TV or whatever had. Now, granted, with the Apple TV, you can use Bluetooth headphones like the, the AirPods. Yeah, that's or, cool. Or, or your Beats. Uh, out of the box, you know, once you pair it with your phone, it's a, it's a device that's available on your Apple TV, which is really cool. But I would like to see that come to more devices as well as a find my remote feature like Roku has. You know, we have a tile sticker on our Apple TV remote uh, just for those instances when it gets misplaced. And funny thing is, since I've put that sticker on there, we've only lost it once. You know, it, it used to be lost daily. And that sticker has helped, I guess, make everyone more aware of where it's but at. We got these new ultra wideband chips in these phones now. Don't you think they should be putting that in every single thing that they make an ultra wideband thing? You so know, we can... An Apple TV remote with an Apple tag or tracker, or whatever they're going to end up calling it built into it. Would I would instantly buy that? Uh, no hesitation at all. Just let me buy that remote and let yeah. me find it with my phone without any issues. Yeah, we spent my wife and I spent about 45 minutes a day just arguing about what the <laughs> hell the remote went. You so know, we touch cushion every time. <laughs> yeah, and it, it eats things. There's a, there's a dimension that it goes into and then and it's gone. The other thing I would like to see from some of these streaming devices is better content exploration from the main interface. Uh, the fact that we had to jump in between apps to, to find stuff. Um, I know that Apple TV kind of ex has experimented with that, but I don't think, I don't like their implementation. It's gotten a lot better when you use it on the Apple TV. So okay. 
you know, the Apple TV app outside of their ecosystem, they don't have as much access to the, what you watch, what you don't watch and all that information. On the Apple TV itself, if you go to the Apple TV app, which is redundant and doesn't make a ton of sense, but that's what you have to do. You open that up and it actually shows you what episodes you've kind of watched and what episodes you haven't watched and what you should watch next. And it brings it in from all the different apps into one place. And it, it's caught me by surprise uh, multiple times when I've opened it and it's shown me, you know, hey, you're only halfway through this episode. Do you want to continue? And that's a show from Netflix or Discovery or somewhere else. Um, I don't think it's quite there yet, but it would be nice if that app was the entire Apple TV interface. And we just, Netflix and everything else kind of lived in the background. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. You know, and, and obviously I, I would like to see more in context information displayed while you're looking at stuff. So for example, if, you know, and, and obviously that's going to require a lot of work by the content creators themselves to do tagging and, and, and extra data streams along the line. Like you want to see that, oh, there's this actor on the screen. I've seen him elsewhere. Who is that? You should be able to explore and find out who's, who's currently talking and what other things they've been in and that kind of stuff. Um, I use closed captioning quite a bit. Um, I'm not happy with the way that closed captioning is implemented on all the different apps differently. Um, I'd like to see them a more universal way of it being handled between apps. Um, you know, there's, and, yeah. and there's just, just a lot of small things. Um, my wife and I do rewind quite a bit when we look at stuff, because sometimes, you know, we'll talk in the middle of something and then like, she'll rewind it. I'm like, no, and then, and then I'll rewind it. And then it's like, you know, it, it, you know, it's, Sometimes I do find that the even if this the really fast bandwidth, you know, because right now I can probably pull about 400 megabits a second um, with my Wi-Fi setup right now. But even still with that, I find that, you know, it, it can be hard to like when you if you lose your place, if you go back too far and finding out exactly where you were, um, it would be good if there would be some more intelligence just to have it understood where you where you where you've been in, in, in certain things. So. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing we didn't even touch on today is voice control for these systems, which I never use. I, yeah. I don't find it all that useful. Um, the promise of what, you know, it was supposed to be when each company respectively announced it just has never come to fruition, in my opinion. No, none of those things work well. I mean, Roku has it, um, you know, they all Amazon have it. has it, you know, they yeah. all do. Um, none of them have that integration that I like. And quite frankly, I think that the Fire TVs themselves should be halfway decent uh, Alexa units, and they're not. They're actually yeah. horrible Alexa units. In my the, the Cube is good because it's always on, always, you know. But yeah. talking into the remote, I, I, just not something I want to do on, on a regular basis. I think that's a good place to stop, though, Jason. What do you think? I agree. So, you know, I hope hopefully we get some better content this year. Um, you know, I, 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 I thought this year was a little bit slow on, on good content in, in terms of stuff that I like to watch, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yep. Check out Servant on Apple TV plus. Yeah. I think you'll like that. It's a, it's a good show. Servant? It's cool. a quick, quick series to get through too. Well, this is Jason squared. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. Make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com.